Hey, it's your boy Dave for The Connected One. We are back for another episode of Why It Is Great to Work For. And today we have the one, the only, Sarah Crabb, who is the president of Agnostic. Sarah, good afternoon. How you doing? How are you, Dave? It's good to talk to you. And it's good to talk to you. And you know what? This is the first time we're talking and I'm hearing this accent and I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out because I got to say, Irish? I am Irish. Yes, I'm from Dublin. Wow. You know, it's really interesting. We have worked together off and on different organizations that you've been with for years, but I think this is the first time that you and I are actually having a conversation. What a crazy world PR is. What does that tell you, though? Seriously, I feel like I'm, I have an excuse given the last few years of, of uh, how we've all lived in our laptops uh, virtually. But yes, I know it's um, it's funny and I feel the accent probably is is more pronounced um when you haven't heard it before but you'll probably forget all about it after the after this conversation well i'm gonna pour myself a guinness and we're gonna get right into it <laughs> so agnostic you guys have been around for the last three years and this has probably been the most difficult challenging but yet exciting three years to be in business yeah absolutely i think it's um yeah, if you'd sort of, you know, if I have my crystal ball and I looked into the future and you said, you know, let's let's start up a, a, a new iteration of an agency. Um, and in that time, you know, you're going to have a global pandemic. You're going to work remotely. You're going to change effectively how the world works. And um, there's going to be a lot of political factors at play um, in terms of uh, media dominance. Uh, I would probably have said, no, thanks. I'm good. I, I'm not sure I'll take on that challenge. I'm not sure anyone would take on that challenge. Um, but actually, in hindsight, um, it, it it has been a, a tough time um, for anyone to be in business um, over the last three years. But it's also been a really um, invigorating time. And I think for communications in particular, um, and for working working within, within the news and for trying to tell stories that matter and make impact for business, that the time has actually been um, hugely empowering, I think, for communications people, because how, you know, how, what we've seen over the last uh, number of years is really the need for really strong, clear communications and the thirst people have for factually correct information. So, so overall, I think to be in the communications business over the last couple of years has been probably um, some of the most incredible times, um, at the best of times and the worst of times. Um, right. But from a business perspective too, uh, you know, being an agency leader, it's also been a time where we've been challenged. We didn't have a playbook. We didn't know what to do. And so we've really had to rely on sort of, you know, the people and the team and ourselves and what, you know, doing the next right thing to actually make sure that the business um, flourished and thrived and uh, and that we just kept putting one foot in front of the other and, and, and doing what we do best. So, yeah, so it's definitely been an interesting couple of years since our start in 2019. So who is who are the people? Who is who is the senior team behind Agnostic? Yeah, so our so I'm incredibly lucky uh, here that we have a very strong um, uh, senior team, very strong team as a whole. But um, you know, some fantastically talented people like Lena Knight, um, Nancy Dale, uh, who joined us to to start our health team, um, Samantha Campana, Kaylee McMeekin, Sherry Lynn Brown, who leads our consumer team, Kate Nishida. Uh, so really. Um, strong uh you know professionals in terms of their skill set and their talents and I always joke with them that they all know their craft and they're not afraid to use it um okay. and 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 as a result you know it's enabled us to build um to build a, a really strong team around some of those leaders who are who who are so good at what they do 
Now, what is the origin story of Agnostic? Why did the agency launch, as you said, back in 2019? Yeah, so so originally, um, Agnostic is a, is a uh, sort of a probably now, um, it was a five-year-old brand uh, as an agency. Um, it was attached um, to... Bruce McClellan, obviously, um, who who is very successful in the communications industry and business world from a from an ownership perspective with Proof Strategies, um, and so uh, Bruce and I, Bruce and I um, went into sort of cahoots uh, in terms of setting up Agnostic as a full service agency. So prior to 2019, it was more of a digital only shop, um, right. and so when I came on board, um, we set about to make it a, a standalone. Um, independent agency that's really full service. And so we started, obviously my background is consumer. So we started with um, some consumer clients, brought on um, corporate and tech, um, and then last year obviously grew into health as well. So so that's sort of where it came from. Um, and really it was a you know, huge opportunity in terms of um, taking the time to, to actually say what does what do what do we think the industry needs from an agency? What do we what kind of agency do we want to grow and establish? And so having that time to sort of really focus in on what are the merits of being a nimble, you know, small independent shop in these days, what does that look like? Um, and and how can we go about creating that? And so it's been hugely fun um, in terms of of doing that. And then also just building that team and building that client base around some of those ethos is, um, has been really, uh, for me anyway, a hugely kind of fulfilling um, time in my career. Now you talk about how the world needs communications. I've actually never worked in the PR industry. So from your standpoint, what's so great at working in PR? Yeah, so um, I think it's it's so funny. I'm sure you've experienced this before. When you ask a PR person, how did they get into PR? Everybody has this sort of accidental story, right? That mm. they, they yeah. kind of started out doing something else and they kind of found themselves in the industry. Um, but I actually think for me, my background, I did journalism. Um, and, uh, and for me, I think it was all around the ability to tell stories. And that's where it kind of starts. Um, but it's more it's so much more than that. I think now what PR has become is really a, um, a, a kind of a connective thread to so many different disciplines within the marketing mix um, and the ability uh, that earned has, say, for instance, to amplify um, experiential or to amplify advertising or um, the uh, impact we can make just in the flow of information in the world. I think for PR people um, and anyone working in comms, that's hugely um, enticing um, but I think overall, you have to be very interested in people and you have to be a, a news junkie to want to exist in this world. Um, and then you have to be really curious and uh, and want sort of that curiosity nearly needs to be insatiable in terms of how you how you uh, go about your day and go about your business. Um, but really, for me, it comes down to people and stories and then then also the role of trust in sort of being trusted to tell those stories, but also understanding the audience and understanding the news media enough um, and the world of social that you're able to put all of those pieces together and have sort of a very strong relationship with all of those different audiences so you can tell those stories. So I think that that has become even more important in the world sure. we live in. Um, and I, I think we saw that play out very strongly in the last few years. Yes, we did. Now, everybody says they want to work for a company that has great culture. What is the culture like at, at Agnostic? 
Um, so, I, I mean, selfishly, right, I'm going to be obviously <laughs> biased here and tell you it's amazing. Um, but I have offered you, Dave, the opportunity to talk to other people on the team to verify that this is actually the case. But I careful, think, I may uh, have a couple of beers before I have yeah. a conversation with them. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I think the culture here has really been um, because we are um, a young agency, um, everybody has a vested interest in the culture. Um, we're a very flat organization. Um, we try to avoid any artificial hierarchies. Um, we try to, you know, make sure that everybody um, is is feels very much part of who we are as an agency and who we are as a as a brand. Um, the things we do from a culture standpoint are, you know, we have obviously been recognised as a great place to work, which given we're only sort of three years old, is is a big deal. Um, through COVID, we have always maintained that we are employee-led in terms of the decisions that we've made. So for instance, you know, to return to the office or not to return to the office um, has become a big topic, understandably. Um, we were very much uh, about, you know, letting people decide for themselves. We didn't mandate days in the office or anything like that. Um, and, and as a result, we actually see a lot of people come into the office but I think it's because of that support network within the team um, and how they've supported each other through COVID that's actually made a made a big uh, impact on on sort of having having that dialogue um, we also do things like we have a just be day where if you're literally you know for your mental health or you just need a day to balance out or you just you know, need to not do something and not do anything that day and take a moment for yourself. We're, we're fine to do that. It's not a vacation day. Um, we have an early close every Friday. We started that for summer hours um, our first year and then realized that actually it was hugely beneficial for people to have the option to to close down a little bit early on a Friday, um, which just gives them a little bit more time with their families or a little bit more time to kind of switch off and get some of that very important balance. Um, so all of those things, I think, have have helped with the culture. Um, but more than that, I think it's really about the people um, that that are working here on the team. Um, and as I mentioned, the support, you know, the fact that they sort of want to be around each other and that they want to do great work. Um, we're very uh, lucky to have some amazing clients. And so um, the work that we're doing is very challenging in all the right ways. So that also feeds into the culture in terms of our, you know, successes and our wins and our and our losses right that we all sort of experience those together and that's been a, a really big part of, of who we are now over the last few months we've heard the term great resignation used a lot some people are experiencing it, some are not um, again over the last two years that's certainly changed what work looks like what is your answer to the term great resignation so i actually prefer the term great reinvention um, and so what I think we I have certainly seen is um, a lot less of people sort of, you know, like just leaving and, and not coming back, but a lot more of people um, really figuring out what their kind of non-negotiables are in terms of what they want for themselves, for their career, what makes their, you know, every day better. Um, and so that that notion of reinvention, I think is really, is really powerful and actually something as an industry that we can get behind because, um, you know, we are a people business, we're very much rooted in talent. And so uh, I, I think it's a good thing if we're being challenged to try and um, 
provide people with more stability and more um, challenging work environments and more fulfillment in terms of what they do. So, so I would say, yes, you know, I view it very much as a reinvention and an opportunity more than a, more than a, something negative. Um, but, you know, like everybody else, um, there's only so much talent to go around and, and certainly from a hiring perspective, it's challenging. Uh, and that's across, across every industry. I don't think we're, we're unique in that sense. Um, but I also think that that, that challenging hiring market has actually forced um, some bad behaviors out of the market, which is really good. And I think that's good news for everybody. So, um, so overall, I definitely see it more as a reinvention than a, than a, a resignation. It's been interesting to cover the agency over the last few months because you're you're putting a, a much greater focus on the healthcare sector. You mentioned uh, the appointment of Nancy Dale, who's your SVP for the healthcare practice. Why this focus now, and what's different? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So Nancy uh, Dale, who's wonderful. Uh, if you if if people listening haven't met her, she's wonderful. Um, but Nancy joined us um, and has a hugely uh, impressive uh, career uh, as a healthcare um, communicator um, over the last 20 years. And so really, when Nancy and I met, um, we'd always been interested in in health and the role it's playing. And I think that came from um, pre-COVID, actually, in terms of sort of the plan for the business, um, but more so during COVID, it just became every single uh, communications facet became uh, was linked to health in some way, whether it was, uh, you know, health tech, whether it was health communications, whether it was just in general, the news cycle being so dominated by a healthcare conversation. Um, and you see that still playing out today in terms of the the, the crisis that's that's going on in, in our healthcare service. So overall, health has become sort of this baseline across everything that we do from a business perspective. And so uh, when Nancy and I originally chatted, um, we just found a very kindred approach to uh, the world and uh, to business in particular and to communications. And so uh, bringing Nancy in was really about taking our ethos as an agency, which is better thinking, better results, um, and actually looking at how much healthcare has been um, disrupted over the last couple of years in terms of, of you know, virtual healthcare, um, virtual doctor visits, how much disruption has taken place in the health industry as a whole, and trying to apply that better thinking um, and seeing what would what are the elements that we've experienced over the last few years that we would like to keep from a communication standpoint. And, and Nancy is fantastic at sort of looking at a very much broad set of skills and saying, this is how we communicate what's needed in health and how where we go from there. So so Nancy came on board. Um, we had already got a number of healthcare clients uh, in our mix, but we really uh, were so happy with Nancy coming because she elevated, obviously, the offering um, that we could give to clients. And uh, yeah, and so now our, our healthcare roster really, you know, runs the gamut of as I said, sort of consumer health, uh, OTC health, health tech, um, and 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 we're so happy with how it's all going. And she's you know working with everything from healthcare, the Health Professional Stewardship Association, the Child Development Institute, um, RBC Ventures. So really running the gamut, and it's 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 been a, a hugely sort of rewarding part of the business in terms of us us seeing it grow in the way that it has. Now, if people are listening to what you're saying carefully. It sounds like you almost have this master plan. Like when you and Bruce <laughs> first talked back in, I guess, technically 2018 or even sooner, and you keep rolling things out. It, it's it's almost like there's a master plan in, in design. What's going on here? 
<laughs> I mean, I've I've clearly fooled you that there's a <laughs> there's a master plan. Um, watching a Marvel movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're, we're going for world domination next. There you go. Um, no, no, not at all. You know what? It's it's through this whole process, and I think COVID, if COVID taught me anything, um, as leader, through this whole process, it's really been about doing the next right thing. And that's I, I say that a lot to the team in terms of of our business and how we've structured ourselves. Um, we definitely have a plan for the business, and uh, and uh, the harder we work, the luckier we get. Um, and I think that you know our our intent was really to build an agency um, that was all about better thinking and all about delivering better results for our clients. And and we continue to do that. And it's how can we do that in in more areas um, as opposed to less. Um, and so that's that's our aim. But really, it's 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 being able to be that specific around sort of the product offering and what we're doing. And then genuinely, and I know this is going to sound definitely like I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, but the team here has been incredibly uh, important in achieving some of those goals and the talent that they bring every day. And, you know, there, as you mentioned, the the great resignation slash reinvention, um, people have a lot of choice in where they come to work. And so for them to come here every day at Agnostic is a, is a real privilege. So, uh, so I, I think it comes down to that too. So what's next for the agency? Is it going to be, you know, a new, another office across the country or are you looking to expand to the States? Are you looking to expand into other sectors other than healthcare, which you guys seem to be quickly dominating? Um, we are we're very much focused on just kind of continuing on at the path we're on. We're very focused on doing really strong work for the clients that we have um, and uh, and really just making sure that the value we're bringing is to those clients businesses. And so when we onboard a new client or we have a new opportunity, we really stay true to that better thinking, better results ethos, um, making sure that the talent that we have continues to be challenged uh, in terms of the work that they're getting to do, make sure, making sure that the work that we're putting out into market is as good as it can be. Um, and that it's and that we're challenging uh, the market too, in terms of the type of work we're doing and that the type of, of growth that we're trying to achieve. So, so really we don't have uh, <laughs> your, your my five point master plan isn't isn't as tight uh, as 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 it sounds. It's really much, very much around focusing on those growth areas you mentioned. So corporate and tech, consumer, health, really making sure that we're 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 doing everything we can do in those areas and just keeping it exciting, right, and fun. And that's really been the the goals from the very beginning. Well, as a publication who's been covering your growth success, keep doing it. Love writing about you guys, and this has been a fun time talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much, Dave, for the time. It's been great to talk to you and uh, and for your support right, right from the beginning. We really appreciate it. I look forward to continuing the work that we've started, and I have a feeling there's going to be a lot more that we hear from Agnostic.